Could it be the struggles you have gone through have prepared you to encourage someone else? Hi, neighbor. Welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible class teacher, and the persistent encourager. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Have you ever been told you're failing your kids? Life can be tough. Storms in life are inevitable, but there are ways to remain anchored when life knocks the wind out of you. In Anchors of Encouragement, my mission is to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and be your anchor, to teach you biblical solutions for modern day problems so that you can weather the storms of life too. If you're ready for real and raw talk that leads to peace beyond comprehension so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms, this podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Hi, neighbor. Have you ever seen someone beaten down by life? I believe there is a visible connection between a person's struggles and the look in their eyes. Their eyes have lost that sparkle. Sometimes they're heavy. Sometimes they're dark. You can see the stress and you can see the overwhelm in their eyes. I know that was the case for my son when we took him to residential treatment. His eyes were dark. But after a few weeks, we started to see the sparkle come back into them. I would encourage you to listen to episode one to see what he did to begin the process of getting the sparkle back in his eyes. Today, I would like to share with you a story from the Old Testament. Actually, I'm going to share one of the Psalms with you. It's a Psalm of David, Psalm 13. This psalm begins with a rather dark outlook on life. Listen to what David says. O Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O Lord my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes, or I will die. We'll pause there for a second. David is in a very dark place as this psalm starts off. We aren't given any insight as to what episode in his life this is referring to. But we can tell from reading the psalm that things aren't going well for him. In fact, he believes that God has abandoned him. God is looking the other way. He's struggling. He's turning to God. He's wanting God to turn back to him and restore that sparkle in his eyes. Let's keep reading. Verse 4. Don't let my enemies gloat saying we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord, because He is good to me. There's a big change in this psalm. The first four verses are rather dark. But then verse 5, something begins to happen. 
there's a change in David's outlook on life. And he ends this psalm in verse 6, I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. Let's unpack this idea. Verse 3 really spoke to me where David is pleading to God, O Lord my God, restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. How does God do that? I believe we can look at another Bible character and get some clues as to how this is accomplished. I would like to look at a specific story in the life of the Apostle Paul. I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning in verse 8. Listen to what Paul says here. We don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of our affliction that took place in Asia. We were completely overwhelmed, beyond our strength, so that we even despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. More than likely, what Paul is referring to here is his time that he spent in Ephesus. You can read about that in the book of Acts chapter 19. Things started off really well for Paul as he was uh, preaching to this new city. But as was the case in most places Paul visited, things went well at first, but then there was opposition. In Ephesus, there was some severe opposition, so much so that as Paul tells the Corinthians, I was scared for my life. I would encourage you to read that account in Acts 19. I'm not going to take the time to go through the whole story. The entire city was called together and there was a mob. There was a riot. Two of Paul's traveling companions were apprehended, and Paul wanted to go to the theater, but was encouraged not to. It was a pretty bad situation that Paul was able to get out of. The question we're trying to answer today is how does God restore the sparkle in a person's eyes? I believe there are some clues as to what happened with Paul and how God accomplishes this particular idea. Let's go back earlier in this chapter, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. He comforts us all in our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. God has different ways of comforting us. We can go to 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and read about the time that Paul was in Macedonia. God comforted Paul in that situation by sending Titus with good news from Corinth. The thing I would like to focus on in this episode is how God uses individuals and individual stories to encourage others. Notice what he says again in verse 4. He comforts us all in our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Have you ever considered that it's quite possible the things you have gone through in your life have prepared you so that when someone else is going through that similar situation, you will be able to comfort them. You will be able to restore the sparkle in their eyes. This actually has happened to me, and it's happened to people I've interacted with. The psalm that I have read from, Psalm 13, was the theme for a recent camp that I visited. It's part of our annual family vacation with uh, several of our closest friends. Psalm 13 was the theme of the week, 
each night we took a different verse and we looked at that verse and then we sang songs about, with, about the theme of that verse. What was interesting during this week was that there were a lot of conversations. One of the conversations I remember in particular was with another adoptive couple. I've likened the adoption journey to a roller coaster ride. There are some extreme highs, but there are also some extreme lows. The wife of this adoptive couple was telling me that when she first met my wife and myself a few years ago, that they were experiencing some of the extreme lows. The fact that my wife and I had been through similar situations and had gotten through them was a source of encouragement for her and her husband. It helped to restore the sparkle in their eyes. And they were able to return the favor for us because at at times they've been in a higher place while we were in a lower place. And because of our shared experiences and our shared understanding of the adoption journey, we could have empathy for one another. Those camp conversations were really a shot in the arm, both for them and for us. How does a person do this? How can they restore the sparkle in other people's eyes? Well, number one, I think you have to be willing to be vulnerable. This has not always been easy for me. You have to be willing to tell your story. Because if you don't tell your story, no one will know. But if you're willing to tell your story, that can start this process of being a, the type of person that would encourage others. That's one of the reasons for this podcast, is I'm trying to be an anchor of encouragement to other adoptive parents. Number two, you need to be willing to be compassionate. I believe that if you've gone through some of these shared experiences like I have and my wife have, you can't help but be compassionate for other adoptive parents. You can be compassionate and you can show empathy to them. You know the road that they're going on and you know how difficult at times it can be. Number three, I believe you have to be willing to hold space for others. That means you're going to have to put yourself out there. Again, that's what this podcast is about. It's holding space for other adoptive parents so they can hear our family's story. And hopefully, by hearing our family's story, they will be encouraged. It will help to restore the sparkle in their eyes. Let's get to the daily doable. Here's something interesting that I wanted to share. And this is another Bible verse. It comes from the book of Esther, chapter 4. And I won't go into all the details about this, but... Esther is a Jew. She is queen of Persia. She finds herself in a position where there's an individual, Haman, who is wanting to annihilate the Jews. And he's concocted a plan to do that. Her cousin Mordecai, who really has been a father figure to her, comes to Esther and encourages her to intervene on her people's behalf. He tells her in verse 13, Don't think that you will escape the fate of all the Jews because you are in the king's palace. If you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will come to the Jewish people from another place, but you and your father's family will be destroyed. This is the part I want you to listen to. Who knows? Perhaps you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. I would encourage you to consider the things you've gone through. 
Who knows? Perhaps you have come to your position for such a time as this. Perhaps there is someone who needs to hear your story in the way that you tell it, so that you can put the sparkle back in their eyes. Well, that's all for this episode. I want to thank you for joining me. I hope you will look for opportunities to share your story, to be vulnerable and compassionate, and hold space for others. And by doing so, restore the sparkle in their eyes. So until next time, this is Tim, encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Maudlin. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.